This is Listen Up, Home Buyers, the only podcast offering home buying advice and tips from true buyer agents. And now, here's your host, Victoria Ray Henderson. My next guest for Listen Up Home Buyers joined the brokerage Help You Buy America in 2016. He holds a master's degree in finance from Tulane University and has 12 years' experience as an exclusive buyer's agent. He serves home buyers in the Houston area. Welcome, Ramsey Corey. Thank you, Victoria. Thank you for uh, having me. Oh, I'm so excited to hear about how things are going for you in the Houston area. Um, so can you get us started with kind of an overview of, of what you see the market conditions are in Houston? Um, we're talking September 2019 and coming into the fall. Great question. Uh, this summer has been very hot, uh, usually in the summer months starting around May, coming in from different states, depending on what the needs are. But uh, I see a lot of movement coming in and out where the market gets very hot. So in Houston, it's uh, you, you see seasonal changes where uh, it becomes a seller's market between May and, and August. And mm-hmm. that's where it gets very challenging. Yeah, sure. More interesting for me to uh, help buyers uh, stay within the limitations of not overpaying for a house. Yeah. And I want to I want to touch more on that, but for people who are not familiar with the Houston area, it it has a um a large metropolitan kind of a sprawl to it, doesn't it? Could you give us a kind of a picture of of what Houston is like? We have a, a center uh, it starts with downtown where, where we call it a loop. It reforms around the downtown area and it emerges from there so you see houses value increase when it comes from the center uh, outward so houston is is mainly a metropolitan city but then you have all the suburbs that are connecting with it from each corner the great thing about houston is all these suburbs connect to to the center in general how large of an area are we talking about that you that you actually serve home buyers Oh, I go from the center all the way to the woodlands, all the way south to Pearland. So mileage-wise, are you covering like an hour's distance from downtown? And Correct. It's yeah. about an hour south, an hour north. Yeah. You know, um, I'm based in, in the Washington, D.C. area. And um, if you've been up here, you know that we cover, we're licensed in three areas, um, Virginia, Maryland, and D.C., because we're so tight and close together. But that's about how far we go. We go about an hour's out from, you know, the, the district, from from the Washington, D.C., downtown. You know, considering the rush hour traffic, most people who are going to be working right in D.C. don't want to have to go much farther than that. I'm guessing you're is your your rush hour pretty tough too? That is correct. It's because we have uh, universities that are in the center. We have a museum district. We have a medical center. The Heights district, we call it the, <coughs> the Greater Heights. It's because like it stands on top compared to the rest of Houston. Oh, it's it's higher up, you mean? It's higher up. Okay, correct. gotcha. Because of the districts, a lot of the traffic comes in from the suburbs towards these. Since we have a medical district, a school district, and a museum district, there's a lot of inward traffic. When you're working with home buyers, that is, of course, a factor because it is in any of these metropolitan areas. You know, I've interviewed people now from, from Boston and Spokane, Washington. It becomes a, a quality of life issue. And tell me a little bit about how you counsel them. Actually, I have different clients. I have clients who would like to live in the city where they like the action. Like I said, there's a museum district there. So I have clients who love art. So they like living in that area. 
because they like to go to the museums as much as they want to without actually facing traffic. A lot of my clients like the suburbs because they like more bang for their buck and they yeah. They like the space. If somebody lives out in the suburbs and they don't have to go into the city for work, that's kind of a win-win for them. That is correct, especially people working from home. Walk me through when you sit down with one of the clients who might come to you with kind of like a clean slate. You know, maybe they do have to commute into the city. What are you, what are you uh, telling them about, about Houston and about the home buying process? Houston is a fast-growing market. Uh, for the past four years, actually, I've had clients from New York, from California come in. It's because of the cost of living here is better than many other states. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're actually a rich city. We have culture, we have food, we have diversity, all the, the art, the nightlife, which attracts a lot of people from different states. And you're not too far from the water, which is beautiful mm-hmm. along the coast yeah. there. That is correct. The new construction growth is going on. We're actually utilizing a lot of land and building. So many of my clients actually bought newer homes. So, you know, when you're dealing with new construction, do they allow you to go in and, and do things like the pre-drywall inspection? And are they are they kind of friendly with you around or is it is it a little more difficult to work in that situation? Actually, some of the builders are very friendly. They allow us to inspect the process from the beginning to the end. I, of course, always, uh, since... I focus on quality. I always uh, recommend my inspector to my clients to go mm-hmm. in at every phase of the build. And all through that yeah. process, you're dealing with the subcontractors. So that is a good place to check. Correct. I've seen some horrors where I've seen actually trash in, inside the wall. Oh, wow. I've seen where the wood was uh, cracking or breaking on some parts. Oh, you were able to catch it and because you yeah. had that pre-drywall inspection. That is correct. This way you can catch uh, any any issues before the house gets finished. So that's the great thing about new construction is you can start from the beginning till the end and you know the house inside and out. I make sure to, since I've, I've done a lot of renovations, I actually do my own inspection with my client right before we even get an inspector. That's great because, you you know, obviously you're not a home inspector, but you've done it enough where you can go in and at least know where the red flags are. So when you have that home inspection, it's not a surprise. Correct. Of course, the great thing about me being on their side is I make sure that they get the option period. With new construction, the seller give their own contracts. That's right. And I've seen a lot of them do not have option periods. I have to negotiate that to make sure that we are protected and the due diligence period is good for us. So if we find anything that is a red flag, we can exit with no problems. Tell me about those options. Um, for, for people who don't know what you're talking about, you're referring to um, you know home inspection contingencies and what other contingencies? The option period is for home inspection contingency. And in Houston, it's for flooding contingency. Of course, I always check the flood map to make sure that if it's in a flood zone or not and inform my client. Uh, the flood zone, meaning the one uh, the 100-year. The 100-year, yeah. Because that will increase their homeowner's insurance. So that's where uh, in that due diligence period is where connect with an insurance company to see if it's insurable. Oh, that's an excellent point. And have you found properties uh, where your clients will maybe fall in love with something and then find out that it's not insurable? Well, luckily, I've avoided that by just looking at the flood map. They updated the flood map after Harvey. I informed my client, okay, this isn't a flood zone. 
if you want to buy here, we would, of course, need to make sure that it's insurable. And we need to know what the costs are. We need to know if we need to get an elevation certificate. Now, an elevation certificate is, it's like a survey. It's just another form of certificate that describes how high the house is from the ground to see if it's acceptable for FEMA. Huge difference in whether or not somebody's going to move ahead with a property, for sure. I talked to your broker last week, and she informs me that you are very successful at what you do in the Houston area. And what you do is you specifically help home buyers. You know, what do you attribute that success to? Great question. Thank you, Victoria. So the great thing about us is we are an exclusive buyer's agent. So we focus on only the buyer. We help people mainly finding their dream home. And I've been living here for about 22 years. I've been in the real estate business for 12 years. I've enjoyed every aspect of it. I've been exploring and uh, analyzing Houston for so long. And I help my clients find what they're looking for, right? So when someone comes in and says, I want to be away from the city, but I want these amenities, or I want, I like this school district, and we go there. So what we do is we analyze their needs, and we give them the locations that suit their needs based on market analysis, demand. And of course, I always aspire for them to have their house grow in value over time. You mentioned several things, you know, right off the bat, analyzing your buyer's needs. This is a a listening process, and you're kind of flushing out. You're understanding what they're looking for and what they want, because I guess you know the area so well, you're understanding where they would end up making this big, the biggest purchase that they're going to make likely in a lifetime until they do it the next time. Um, So that right there, if you break it down, it's, it's quite a process. I mean, you have to be listening and attuned to what your client is saying pretty much the whole time you're looking at houses. That is correct. You have to pay attention, be very responsive to all your client's needs. I always encourage them to ask as many questions as they can. This way I can study what their needs are and what they're looking for and what fits their personalities and what fits their you know, outlook. I don't look at my clients as a numbers game. I look at them as friends uh, that I'm looking out for. Once you know their personalities, once you get to know them, you know what they're looking for. Yeah, yeah. And it sounds like you're in this pretty much for the same reason I am, and that is that you want to help people and you want to help them. My husband and I bought our house through the company that I work for now, Buyer's Edge. And I just remember the process being just really terrific. And I was I was a new new home buyer. I mean, I didn't know anything about anything. This was, you know, 25 years ago. And, you know, I really appreciated the fact that someone was looking out for my best interest and really advocating for me through the whole process. It didn't have any kind of hidden agenda. And that was really, really important to me. Yeah, that's what makes our job great. We hold your hand through the whole process. I've had home buyers, they never knew about the process, right? So, and you, you know, most home, the new home buyers do not. So what I do is I educate them on the whole process. I make it as smooth as possible for them, try to mitigate the risk. The good news is I have a great team that works with me 
when it comes to the lender, the inspector, to help through the process, right? When we go through an inspection period, my inspector is, is quick to respond to my client's needs, uh, answer any questions that we have concerning any issues or red flags we would we may find in the house. And my lenders that I recommend are always on top of their game. They're very responsive. But I've noticed that mostly people need is someone who's very quick to respond and attend to their needs. Yeah, as long as you're listening and communicating uh, quickly and effectively, I, I can hear that that is, that is the key to, to the success. That is correct. You have to hold the hand, their hands from the beginning all the way till closing and after. Even after closing, that I'm here to help. If anything comes up, I'm, I'm going to help them. The process doesn't stop when the house is closed and I get my check. No, that's not how it goes. And it makes for satisfying work. I mean, at the end of the day, we all want to enjoy what we're doing for a living and feel like we're contributing and helping. Correct, yeah. It feels great when I get uh, very positive feedback from all my clients. uh, Knock on wood, I've never had any issues. I always make sure that we are following the procedures correctly. We are mitigating the risk. I'm making sure they get what they're looking for. Managing all of that before it becomes an issue. And that's that's a huge part of, of the job. It's very essential to have a realtor on your side when you're in the buying process. Uh, the good news is we don't cost money. It's free for our buyers. Explain that a little bit so people understand what you mean. We are in a cooperative commission, a commission split with the seller's agent. So meaning that the seller handles commission while the buyers do not. So like I said, it's very essential to have a realtor on your side because we negotiate the price down for you as much as we can. We help through the process. We avoid, we make sure to avoid any risky situations. I've had situations we prevented where the price was much higher than my comparative analysis. Right. Can only offer that much. We can't go over. I want to make sure that you do not overpay because the lender, they do not go over what the appraisal may come. Yeah. That's right. And so if, if it's priced too high, it's not going to work out for, for your buyer or for the seller if you've got that appraisal contingency in. That's correct. The great thing about the buyer's realtor also is that we make sure the contract is on my buyer's side. We have contingencies that protect us when it comes to survey, when it comes to the appraisal contingency, when it doesn't come in on what we wanted to pay. We have a financing contingency, meaning that if for some reason something happens where the lender cannot approve the loan, you can still exit and get your earnest money back. So that's another good thing about us is we make sure the contract is protecting the buyer. All these things because you're advocating for that buyer when they're making this this huge purchase. My job is to mitigate the risk away from them as much as possible. Ramsey Corey is an exclusive buyer's agent with Help You Buy America in Houston, Texas. He holds a master's degree in finance from Tulane University and has 12 years experience helping home buyers in the Houston area. Ramsey, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You've been listening to Listen Up Home Buyers, the only podcast offering home buying advice and tips from true buyer agents.